G'day. Welcome to the Bangers List podcast again. Julian, Daniel, myself. What's up, boys? What's going on, mate? Hey, mate. How are you? Fantastic. All right. What are we looking at this week, Julian? Uh, this week, we're looking at a song called Sub-Zero by a band called Alpha Wolf. Uh, they're from, I want to say Melbourne, but they could be from Sydney. I've done my research on this one. Cool. They're an Australian band. Uh, you'd call them metalcore or like really heavy music, I guess. There's no real... I don't really think they fit directly into the metalcore genre, but... they got some new metal vibes yeah, as well. definitely. Um, a lot of sort of beatdown style, that newer kind of what metalcore is becoming. I think they actually originally came from Tasmania. They may have done, so yeah. Represent. Tasmania. Tasmania. Yeah, there you go. Good things can come out of Tasmania. <laughs> 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 Shit's getting real now. <laughs> yeah. Don't look at me like I'm going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll just jump into the sample. All right, yeah, so look, pretty heavy song, pretty brutal lyrics. Um, I've just found out these two guys are backing up from a hangover. So <laughs> we'll see what we can do, boys. What do you think about it, Daniel? Look, I think uh, Sub-Zero, it's, a, it's a, a pretty brutal song all the way through. It's a, it's a, it's a good mosher, you know. It um, packs a good punch all the way through. I feel like it's one of those songs that... Uh, if you were to listen to it live, or do it a bit more justice, you know, I think it would have a really, really good energy live. Not that I've seen them live yet, but... Yeah, everyone just bouncing around. Yeah, yeah exactly. Good, good sort of, like, moshcore sort of music, exactly. I guess you call yeah. it. Is that a new genre we've just coined? No, no, no. no. Moshcore. Look at, like, think of, think of bands like Confession. Yeah. So that, like, that Long Way Home record, like, it wasn't just breakdowns, but it was just constantly heavy all the way through, so you could sort of mosh to the entire thing. So I guess that's where the, the term came from, really. That's where I heard it from. But there are a lot of other bands like that sort of these days emerging. The other one I would talk about is Dealer, but we can come back to them because they're sort of linked in these, ah, these, these two bands are linked. Yeah, so, so yeah, the old singer of... Aiden Ellis, his name is. He was the, the first... We'll get that out of the way, I suppose. These guys sort of had a bit of contra- controversy around them because their previous singer, Aiden Ellis, uh, was... I believe he was accused of sexual assault. He was cleared though. He's not. Yeah. Well, well yeah. He, he he released a, something on his Facebook, which was from the police, saying that they couldn't get in contact with the um, complainant anymore, or something like that. So he was basically cleared. And from what I understand, he stepped aside. But there was some controversy about whether or not he was going to rejoin. I'd assume um, they would have kicked him yeah. to save face. Yeah. And fair enough. And, yeah. and so this uh, this song um, has the new singer. It's off the new. This EP. is Lockie Keo. His name yep. is. Yep. yep. So, fuck. I barely listen to any of their other stuff. They, they put out a record, uh, I think, a year and a half ago called Mono. Mono, yeah. Yeah. Um, musically, it was it, 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 it a bit weird. It had a lot of this really intense kind of heavy it stuff. It was death metal. It was, I think, yeah. I'm going to say it was just straight up death metal. So if you're into that like, if, and you like this one, you might like their old stuff more if that's like mm. your- Well, yeah, in places it was really death. And then places it was sort of like sludgy and then really slow. A lot of spoken word with, vocal and stuff like that. Yeah. And that, that spoken word thing, you can back me up on this. It's kind of new metal. They're bringing in stuff from like other genres. And I think- Hip hop is kind of a big one. That makes sense. Like they're kind of doing like calls to the crowd, almost rapping yeah. and speaking a lot in this in metal. Is that is that kind of what new metal is these days? Because Parkway kind of did it in their latest album. Yeah, yeah. Parkway chucked in a, a bit of that sort of thing. Probably the last couple of albums, really. That which um, wasn't cringe at all. No, not at all. No. <laughs> speaking of <Come> cringe, <laughs> <laughs> look. So the, some of the lyrics in this song. Um, Actually, are, no. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off quickly. Yeah, it's, it's not just. 
I, I would say it's not just an influence of rap and like Henry Rollins as a person. You think of like old post hardcore from, you know, 20 years ago, spoken word, well, not spoken word specifically, but that sort of talking, really emotional kind. I can think of From, from Autumn to Ashes was a band that did that. Uh, like I know From First to Laugh had, from first to last had stuff Skrillex. like that. It was- yeah, you know, sort of those older style, really, really, emo- what would you would actually call emo had that sort of stuff in it as well. So I think maybe it's a, yeah, a call back to that. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Anyway, sorry, you were saying. Fuck, I don't know. What was I saying? Remind me. <laughs> uh, the lyrics to this song. Yeah, so lyrics, um, if you've read them, Daniel, which you probably haven't because you don't like lyrics. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ignore you for this part. Yeah. Um, some of them can come across, when you read them, like pretty cringy. Um, it, it's, it's a pretty fucking aggressive song. It is, lyrically. but in saying that, the delivery of them is like so on point. I don't think they are cringy. A big one for no. me. A big one is he says, um, "You're bucking like a dog, but I'm a fucking wolf." Oh! And it goes into that fucking into monster a big breakdown. breakdown. Like, yeah. I, I thought that's yeah. He delivers it so well. I'm like, yeah, man, that's that's not bad. That's pretty good. But it, it you go. It's just clear there lyrically. They haven't. It's having interesting. a bit of a go at someone, right? Well, yeah, it's it, he's definitely talking about he's having a go at someone. Um, and this is just my observation, but around the time the song came out was not long after Dealer, who is fronted by the former singer of um, Alpha Wolf, Aiden Ellis. Also, funnily enough, the longtime bass player of Northlane, whose name completely escapes me right now, um, Alex Milovich, is in Dealer. So he actually left Northlane and just sat around and played a 78-string bass for a while and then joined a band that... Doesn't really use the have the need for a seventy eight string bass, but anyway, that's it's sort of like a little mini super group of Australian artists that have all come together because they're all from previously established bands. Anyway, this this song came out about three months, oh sorry, a couple of months before Dealer put out Grotesque or vice versa, sorry. But everyone said that it was about um, Alpha Wolf, but it was written like three months before Grotesque was released. Sorry, if that makes sense. Yeah, that was a thing. This was, yeah. People this was put was. out a while before. Yeah, yeah so, it's, so it's kind of like a rap game thing to have like raps targeted at someone, then someone like spits back whatever. Yeah, but like it's, it's saying, like a this, rap beef, yeah. Yeah, but these guys, like you said, it was recorded or before it was I released. I believe so, yeah. before that other song came out. So but there was no animosity between the bands yeah, in I mean, these songs. Assumedly. Apparently. I'd say Grotesque probably has a fair punch to it, but it reminds me of, um. do you remember when that band Woe Is Me Basically, all their members left and then formed that band Issues, which was arguably more terrible than Woe Is Me. Oh, is that and then, Yeah, Woe Is Me like, got a whole bunch of new members, including the two vocalists. And then yeah. they had like a like a rap beef going for a while and they were just like lyrically calling each other out in songs and stuff like that. And I don't know, people ate it up, but I just thought it was yeah, super cringe. It. No, that's, that's it so cringe. You're never going to run out of content if you're just giving someone else shit and abusing them. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you reckon about like the skill level and talent and just the band members in general? I think Where's it's their salt. Yeah, I think it's good. Look, they're they've got a good tight sound, I think. And what I really like about individually, I think they're all fantastic. But what I really like about this song is uh, how much it it breathes. All the instruments really breathe, like the drums. You know, there's a lot of room for the drums yeah, to breathe. A lot a of room for the guitars like, to yeah. breathe. There's just there's a lot of space in that song, which I think I don't know just uh, really, oddly enough, you know. That, that lack of, uh, or that, that, that additional space that's in, within the song kind of creates more energy, if that makes sense. It doesn't stand yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Like it doesn't, definitely. It doesn't slow the song down by giving mm. instruments their own little parts by yeah. themselves at all. Yeah. Well, there are parts of it where there's no guitar at all. Like yeah. sort of the breakdown y sort of parts. And normally that would feel empty. But I guess, yeah, because it, it 
packs so much of a wallop. It's sort of like you say, room yeah, for exactly, read. Yeah, exactly. And the, um, I wanted to mention the outro was just the drums, the, the toms yeah. and stuff like that. It's, it's sort of, it's it's effective because it's not a, it's not a massive like final coup de gras sort of punch. It mm-hmm. leaves you kind of wanting more. Mm-hmm. You sort of feel like, oh, fuck, where'd it go? And the guitar at the end, there's a little bit of guitar you can hear it. It's, um, it's like dissonant as fuck and it reminds me of some early Slipknot at the start as yeah. well, like a really scratchy, high-pitched kind of, yeah, just, just to make you feel uncomfortable like almost. Eyeless? Do you know the song Eyeless? Was yeah. it worth- Is okay, well, Yeah, no, no, it's a, it's off the first Slipknot record. Okay. It starts off with like a really high um, guitar. Yeah, like, so you can agree. No with one knows that, so yeah, cool. That was <laughs> worth bringing up. <laughs> but as long as you agree with where I'm coming from, there's yes. like some vibes there, like Slipknot vibes. And I think these guys might have actually even been inspired by bands like Slipknot and stuff so I can hear that yeah yeah. I think a lot of bands are these days because they're so fucking old you know a lot of those older sort of new metal bands I guess I just don't want to bring up Limp Bizkit because I think they're shit but I definitely think that that electronic element that bands like Limp Bizkit introduced or made brought Lincoln to the Park. mainstream yeah Linkin yeah. Park's another one yeah if we're talking about cringe bands mm-hmm. oh come on man. <laughs> no I listen I listened to Meteora the other day and it just hasn't aged well at all hey yeah but it's just that <laughs> really harsh mix of genres you never expected to be mixed, yeah. I guess, and coming to terms with Definitely. it still. Yeah. yeah. Were there any other lyrics you wanted to point out or was it just that There was another one? one, but I thought I'd just see if you guys actually had some lyrics that you didn't like or did like. I like the... Yeah, I, I'm actually going to look it up because I don't want to get it wrong. It's Referring the, to notes. the end of the first verse, he says, another, another false reflection, ill-intended imposter... You're not who you say you are. But that, that first line, he's got so many fucking syllables that he's got to smash out there. And um, he does it well on the live, on the, sorry, on the studio recording, but I've actually watched a couple of videos on YouTube of them doing it live and he gets it right there too. How's he sound like? How's he screams? Well, he's good. I, I think he's good. A lot of people reckon that both their vocalists sound the exact same. Like, so I played this for someone the other day and then he went, my friend that had only heard mono went, they sound the same. So I guess maybe they just found a guy they liked that sounded the same or they were going for that. He was their mate. The, the new singer, yeah. like, they knew him. I'm yeah, sure. Okay. And they asked him to come and join the band. And he's gone into, like, 100% energy. And Which is good. I, I don't think it's bad that they sound similar. I think they're no. both good singers. Yeah. But, yeah. I definitely agree. Um, so what other bands do you reckon sound like these guys? It's a yeah. hard question. On the spot. <laughs> do, you want me to, do you want me to start? Get the ball rolling? You go. Yeah, so... I was getting some Devil Wears Prada vibes, real savage screams. Yeah. Um, Thornhill, bit of an obscure band, but if you're into that, maybe I'm into these guys. Yeah. Um, and kind of Corn. I wasn't really huge into Corn, but like that's for some reason that band like came to my head when I was hearing them. But there's just that new metal kind of. But that uneasy feeling yeah. you get from listening to it as well. And the vibe, not necessarily like the singing, but other parts of the song. Yeah. And I guess this song, there's not like. I'll ask you this one, Daniel. There's not heaps of chords and shit this song it's just banging through like it's a lot of chugging it's a lot of chugging, a lot of exactly. chugging and like it's really it's what I what I noticed about this song is there's kind of like a just a theme to it is that tribal beat all the way through right that and then you've got the the, the guitars I'm just watching Julian pick up a, a guitar here wondering what he's going to do with it I'm going to play the song already it's just open top string <laughs> <laughs> no I get what you mean the, I thought you were going to play Wonderwall not- man <laughs> <laughs> No, not that good. Um, no, I get what you mean. It's not. It's not just in the toms I through. It's the the bass drum as well. But it's that really sort of pounding, yeah. continuous yeah. Um, feel rhythm. And, I guess. Yeah, and, and look, and the uh, that the, the really low tune guitars are probably like a drop B almost. Well, I was actually we, we, I was going to ask. Yeah, it's very tuned, very very low. But just that that chug all the way through, and it's that theme, and it just it fits with the drums so well. And it's that you know what I'm what I'm talking about is that uh, that dun 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 dun. 
Yeah, yeah. Something's coming. It just, yeah, it, it just is. Pounds. It's like yeah. something's, you know, just building. It's like it's building up to something better. And you're right. At the end, it does leave you wanting a bit more because you're like, you yeah. feel like there's something, something coming. And then. So the EP was from, I've just thought we should mention that. It's called Fault. And it's not even on fucking Spotify. Sorry, listeners. It's just, it, it, oh, it is. Fuck, don't worry about me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's been on Spotify for a while now. Has it really? I looked yeah. for it the other day and I couldn't find it. No, really? they actually, what they, they put out another one before that. It was No Name. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was worth a listen as well. Yeah. Um, if you haven't heard that, which is, you know, it's on Spotify now, so you can go and listen to it. But no, the, the EP came out and it is, I think it's good all the way through. Um, it's only six songs, but that's sort of how an EP works, I guess. But it's definitely worth a listen. It's not like this Sub Zero was a standout track. And you know, some, sometimes you get an EP or an album where there's one or two good songs and the rest are like ho hum. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I think that all the way through it was a, it's just heavy. Pretty powerful. Really powerful. aggressive, sort of. They're not trying to do anything crazy, just be super aggressive. And yeah, they sort of hit the, the nail on the head. Yeah, sick. And this EP, I was listening to them. They said they all work in like full time. And when they could duck into the studio to do bits and pieces, they wouldn't. It took them months, man. Yeah, right. Imagine how fucking hard that would be. Because you can't really concentrate on it as much as you'd want to. So you're just jumping in and out. Yeah. Trying to work full time to make money to fund your passion of your band. Like, fuck. And it's turned out good. Luckily, yep. good on. I hope, I hope they can get to the point where they don't need to all like work full time to support themselves. Well, that's the thing as well. A lot of bands do end up working full time. Well, they'll, they'll still be working second, third album into a career. Mm. But that's, that's I mean? the cost of living in this beautiful country. Yeah. You know? um, and also another thing. So I, I said they <laughs> I said they sound like Slipknot and I think it was the new lead singer, I think. Maybe it was a bass player. Fuck. One of them said, we don't want to sound like Slipknot. <laughs> sorry, sorry, boys. <laughs> sound like Slipknot. No, I mean, like the, the, the dissonant feel, I think is what you're referring to the most. I mm. think it's pretty brave of anyone to say we sound like Slipknot or we don't want to. Because that implies that you do or you think you do. I don't know. Maybe that wasn't the case here, but I guess because Slipknot has such a big sound. Yeah, you could just say, oh, he's got guitars. These guys sound like Slipknot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a drummer. It, one third sound like Slipknot. They've got three. He's got one. We're on the way. <laughs> um, All right. I'll ask. Yeah. Oh, my mate, favorite part. Joel's favorite part. Bangs, mate. How many bangs? Um, I'm going to give it... Fuck. Like, I love it and then sometimes I don't. So, I'm going to give it 6.5. This because some of the guitar skill, I was, for some reason, I was just hanging out for more. I wanted like some, this is rude. I want like some progressive melodic stuff in there, which I know that's not the genre, but like, I felt like I could have used that. Um, some of it was just like draining. Listen to like all the real dissonant guitaring that it was yeah. doing and the high pitch sounds like, oh, maybe it's too much. The lyrics really saved it for me and his delivery, his screams are so strong and powerful. Yeah. It's good. I still like I do like a song, but yeah, 6.5 from me. You're up, buddy. All right. Well, I'm actually going to give it a six. I, I'm very much on the same page as you, Joel. I was actually going to give it a 6.5. I didn't want to copy you, so I thought I'd give it a 6 instead. Oh, but, look, he's blushing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, um, yeah, like I said earlier, it's like I, there are elements to the song I really, really like. I, I feel like it would be better live than in the, than, than the hearing the studio version. I feel like it would have a great energy and atmosphere live, and my opinion might change at this. If I, I want to hear it, it like... The crowd, every person in the crowd, like, you know, 50,000 people, they all know the song, they all know the lyrics. Yeah. yeah. That would be sick. Because most of the bit, like I was saying, you, you bark like a dog, but I'm a fucking wolf, and everyone's like, boo, that would be sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just sort of that, that, that one big, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you'd have to feed the crowd for that one for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would yeah, that would be unreal. And just, just imagine the, 
the pit just kind of exploding at that point. Hey, oh, yeah. I've, I've seen yeah. old video, like live videos of their mosh pits and there's like six dudes in there, but it's like, no, no, no. But they're nuts. It's, it's violent, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they have, from what I've seen, pretty like violent pits. Like a lot of bands these days are really starting to bring back aggression that just makes people want to go. Hey, I'm, like, I'm not, a, I'm not about out. violent pits. Don't hurt your homies in the mosh pit. Yeah, don't fucking, I, I'd skanking, which is what I call flinging your arms around like lawnmower blades. I'm, Hey, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll come back to that, but you give it six and a half? Yeah, no, six. Six? six. Oh, shit, okay, fair enough. Six, I was, you know, it's, at the end of the day, I just feel like it's at one gear all the way through, and yeah. I feel like it's sort of teasing, and it's going to get to another gear, and you just don't get there, you know? Yeah. And like we said, we, we're wanting more by the end of it, which is a good thing, but I think, you know, looking at the song on its on its own, you might have to not hear such it a good as part of the whole album. Exactly, as as an album, yeah. as a live, as a part of a live set, it would be phenomenal. That's think, right. Yeah, All right. I was <laughs> I was going to give it hard ten. <laughs> it's that good. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say that because you said that the other way. Um, I think I guess one thing we didn't touch on was the guitars. One of the guitarists named the. The blonde dude, I think people know more. His name's Sabian Lynch. Yeah, his style, man. Yeah, he's actually mates with the guys from Polaris as well, um, which is interesting. Um, sort of Local bands support each other. Yeah. Um, I just... I think what he does with the guitar, he does well, because it's not... Like, you know, we've talked about it before. We will talk about it during this series. Shit metalcore and sloppy guitar writing. You know, just like chugs and then power chords and stuff like that. I don't... Thing. He's not that kind of guitarist. So his ability to make something good with without using a lot, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not just open tops, but it's it's that really, really big sound. So I think him and the other guy, whose name escapes me, they, they do that well. So that's definitely, I don't think that's lazy guitar writing. It's just part of the sound because it's got to fit with the drums and the bass and everything. So I thought that was worth a mention. Um, out of 10, I would probably give it, didn't even think about this. I'd probably give it a seven. Yes, just because it's not my absolute cup of tea musically. I don't think it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's, that's actually what I was going to say. Yeah. This song for us is what the whole playlist should almost personify. It's a yeah. small band. It's a new kind of song we haven't heard before. It bangs really hard. It's it, it is all good, but and we're stepping out from our comfort zone a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, like seven is good. No, exactly. By virtue of that, it's. Um, definitely worth a listen I'm not saying the three points it's not getting means it's bad it's just one of those things where it is outside of my comfort zone and I, I do normally listen to like really heavy shit but this sort of this sort of stuff can be kind of jarring like we've said so it sort of balances out the, the rating there so definitely a seven yeah, it's good I like it but going back to what I was saying earlier it's just I think that like the whole like violence in mosh pits I, I feel like that's starting to make a bit of a resurgence as well it, it really is isn't yeah. it it's, new generation it's good, it's good and bad I love I love the enthusiasm but yeah. I don't love flying elbows hey you know, so <laughs> no I, I've, I've actually the end of a few of them so. the, yeah the last the last uh, what I saw Polaris in Sydney and then both times I've been to the Metro Theatre the last two times I've been kicked in the balls by accident like one dude <laughs> smacked me in the nuts by accident and then the time before that this dude did a huge like backwards kick like gotcha. a mule kick yeah and just Square. popped me straight in the nuts fuck I was- so you know he didn't mean it he turned around and gave me a hug and I was like yeah wait let me just uh, get my balls out of my throat yeah fuck that's, but, that's, that's you know that was that's an accident but if it's you, an accident there are a lot of maybe it's the last five years or so but a lot more people getting really really aggressive I sort of you know Interesting thing about these guys too, not to call them out, but they—if you look at a lot of their promo stuff—they they dress like they're Western Sydney lads. 
Do you know what I mean? Like they got the shoe game, the trackies, or like the ankle freezers. Yeah. You know, like the the, the, the dry fit hats and stuff like that. And then Sabian, the guitarist, with his like Chinese face from Japan. Yeah, the, style he wears a mask. mask. Yeah, Northlane do that yeah. as well. The the big fucking like ice hockey jersey or yeah. whatever it is. That's cool. Yeah, no, not to call them out. I just you do you. I call I jokingly mm-hmm. referred to these guys as Ladcore once. Um, but I think like it doesn't really matter what you dress or like what sort of culture you're from. But if these guys are sort of from that culture that's not st- strictly metal or in heavy influence and they're sort of like, hey, we're these dudes that sort of this is our culture, but we're in heavy music as well, I think it's good because it can be opening up a whole new world for a lot of people too. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Just sort of based on a, the look of a band, something might go, oh, I'll give them a go. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I just thought that was worth bringing up. So Yeah. And speaking of mosh pits, years and years ago, I was saw Devil Wears Pride Alive. <laughs> I wasn't even into them at the time. I'm not into them now, whatever. That was so fucking loud, my ears still hurt. And I ran into the mosh pit because it was just like, oh, it's fucking, it's on. I ran in there and slipped over straight away. And I thought I like, fucking broke my arm or something. But within like half a second of hitting the ground, like a stream of people just picked me they up. And like, hey, yeah. okay, fuck you, champion. Yeah. Keep going. And I was like, fuck you. That's what it's about, you I, know? I guess that's definitely worth mentioning as well. Yeah. I've, I've, I've fallen over in a mosh pit a lot. I've never got trampled. You always yeah. have. No, they always got your back. You know, Everyone's they, always got everybody's back. You yeah. know, tie your shoe. They'll make a. They'll yeah, make a ring around you. Know? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah. It's like your glasses. It's a, they're there. Yeah, oh, dude. The, the first time I fell, I still remember. It was no sleep till Sydney, 2010, in the Parkway mosh pit inside the Horton Pavilion. They started a circle pit, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but I'm gonna get involved in it. And I don't know why, but we always go anti-clockwise. I don't know what it is. We just. Yeah, anyway, yeah so we do, don't we? we? Always, wow. Have you noticed that? We yeah. always go anti clockwise. I've never thought about yeah. that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it must be like the hemisphere. So in, yeah, in North America, they go clockwise. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I was just like running along, having a fucking blast. Um, and the guy in front of the guy in front of me went ass over tit and ate shit. And like an Olympic hurdler, the guy in front of me just went yeet straight over <laughs> the top of him. And I was just like, what? And then felt like just went ass over tit. And uh, like you said, People just flew in from the sides and they saw the form to sort of ring around the two of us, picked us up, pat me on the back. You okay, buddy? This and that. Like, you know, no one wants to see anybody get hurt, which is why it's so perplexing that people love to just throw the fist and stuff around. So, mm. you know, you see people on the edge of the circle pit with their arm out and the fist raised. So they form this little wall of protection. So crowd, permission so. to fuck up those people, but everyone else like beat you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah there's always, just, there's always, there's one or two dudes. They're the just crowd. out to hurt they're people. Just, they're just, yep. Yeah, and yeah, they're they're probably on on pingers and all this 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 stuff as well. They're I, they're, they're there yeah. just for they're there to do damage basically. This exactly is, right, and they've yeah. always got their shirt off. Yeah, that's <laughs> like that's everybody the first gets sign. that. Well, actually, you know what? We, I, one of my my fondest memories of Joel is um one of the sound waves. I can't remember which one. I was with you and uh, a friend of ours from South Africa, and I think there was someone else there. Uh, anyway, so the three of you wanted to go see Falling in Reverse. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't want a fucking bar of it at because, you know, uh, at the time I didn't really like Ronnie Radke. And I mean, we'll get to his songs later on. But as soon as the band came on, the three of you were lined up like, you know, like one behind the other. And as soon as the band came on, you all just put the afterburners on and smashed your way into the mosh pit. Oh, yeah. We just were absolutely to the front. destroyed. <laughs> just like reverse clown car straight in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we got to the front. We got to the middle. It was good. Yeah, I, I swear I heard like a skittle noise, like bowling pins being knocked over. So like, sorry to anybody we hit. Yeah, it, it was very effective. Actually, did, did you make it all the way? Yeah, we did. It was okay, good. It was good. good. It's good fun. Yeah, there you go. So I um, guess be aggressive, but be mindful. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Be respect. Fuck yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> before we end it, look, 
I'll tell a quick story about how fucking weird music is in your life and how it can like bridge the gap between people and stuff, even if you don't know it. Um, about fortnight ago, my cousin passed away, and on this so it's Sunday today. On Friday, I was with his family, you know, just after the funeral and stuff, as you do. Went to check out his room, um, and in the like cup last couple of years, turns out he was a bit of a metalhead as well, and we never really talked about that, which I regret. But anyway, looking into his room, I into his house rather, I saw you know guitars and stuff, and he had a record collection. This is the fucking really weird thing. Uh, the records were split like 50-50 on the shelf, as you can imagine, like the V-shape, you know, they're yeah. all, as, you, as you go through them. I reached up, the first record I grabbed and pulled out, I shit you not, was Mono by Alpha Wolf. Fuck. And weird, it's just really poignant considering we we had planned this for over two weeks, we're going to do it today, and yeah. on Friday, it's just like, you know, felt like we connected, like, in a different kind of way, it was, yeah. That's jarring. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. bizarre. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep that to commemorate him and, I'll listen to it now and then. Yeah. Maybe I should even buy a record player to listen to it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just bizarre how the world works like that, you know? Very just much sharing so, yeah. music. Yeah, those yeah. moments really make you think, don't they? Really eye-opening. Yeah, moments. it's bizarre. Yeah, because yeah, you just it's it's just something you're not expecting. It just comes exactly. out of nowhere and hits you like a train. So Yeah, it's like because you don't know who's having a similar music journey to you. That's right. And stuff that is so personal, so. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, thank you, you for sharing that, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, we'll wrap it up on that somber note. Um <laughs> Oh, can I have one little, one little minor detail? I, I believe they they will be on tour supporting August Burns Red in October. Um, really? I think at, at least at the Melbourne and I believe Sydney shows. As that's well. the Constellations ten year tour. Yeah, yeah, oh, the Constellations okay. ten year tour, and that's what I was going to say. They've probably got a, a little touch of August Burns Red in some of their other songs too. I'd say just elements of it, you know. I mean, if you've listened listened to Messages by August Burns Red, it's got the most like monster fucking breakdowns as well. So yeah, they could be part of it too. So yeah, I mean, mm. sweet. Yeah, get on board. Check them out. Um, talk to us on Twitter at the Bangers List Podcast or something. I don't know. Fuck, I forget what I call it. Um, we're updating the the playlist itself on Spotify. Check it out. Let us know what you think. And yeah, thanks for listening, boys. Thanks, thanks for coming. Thank you very much. Thank you. Take it easy. Well,